0: A banda sonora é um elemento super importante para Detroit Become Human. E nós tivemos a conversa com um dos compositores do jogo, Philip Shepard, que uh, nos falou sobre o processo de criação uh, da banda sonora e que nos deixou uma pequena surpresa no final. Vejam então.
1: Bem, well, foi um processo completamente diferente para mim. Estou a de e sobre... Two years ago, I thought I really would like to do a game one day, and then this one, maybe something small, and then this one arrived. Um, It's different from writing movies, because when I'm doing a movie, I'm often having to represent the characters individually and in conflict with one another, and also the landscape, and also progression. In this, I'm representing one character really internally, and I'm having to kind of represent really the changes that are going on, both for her from a... I suppose a physiological point of view, she's, she's gaining sentience. But also I'm having to follow the way that she works, navigates a landscape from a domestic landscape to really big challenges in the open world. But most importantly, I'm tracking the difference between something going from being, having automated responses to becoming maternal, to being a mother. And because I'm just writing for one character, I end up becoming very kind of committed to her and almost falling in love with her when I was writing the music, which is a very strange thing to say. But unlike any movie I've written on, I end up putting way more feeling into writing this and making it much more organic than I thought it would be. I thought I'd have much more electronic elements to it. It ended ended up being almost entirely strings, loads of strings. I suppose the connection between, between movies and, and gaming is you're looking to make people connect through the kind of goosebumps through and obviously in, in a in a good video game you're looking to keep somebody captivated and to, to make them care actually about the outcome particularly a game where it's not about it's, it, it's not about killing things and where there are choices between life and death they are moral choices they're not which weapon shall I pull out they're actually how do I balance my own life against something? You know, what's worth more? And the other difference is that in a, in a movie, you're dealing with a linear sense. You're dealing with a left-to-right progression, which is the same every time you watch it. That's the trouble. Every time you watch a movie, it's, it's the same, which is great. But with a game, every time you play it, it matters what you do. It actually... And that's, I've always dreamt of being able to write music that is different every time you listen to it. I feel like I've found that place and I think it's in gaming, which is kind of great because it's taken me a long time to find it, but this is what I want to do now,
0: you <laughs> know? Uh, and of course you are a, a cellist. Yep. Um, and uh, this melody you created is, um, uh, has a, some sort of a complex simplicity. Yes. Um, how is it to, um, you know, to create a little... What is thing that can reveal so much about the subject, yeah. character or anything yes. else? Uh, in your experience, on, not
1: just in video games, but <laughs> what is that? So, it, it's a very good question because it's, it's easy to write complicated tunes. It's easy to write a lot of notes. What's really difficult is editing it down to just being like DNA, like this and this. And with her tune, I found if I just took the two syllables of her name, Kara, I made that my challenge. How can I make a two-note tune that I can turn into 60 different pieces of music? And um, Writing simple music is really difficult. I mean, go back to classical music. someone like Mozart sounds easy and is intensely complex because it's so simple in, in, its, melo- in its melody. And weirdly enough, I've only started writing melodies... I've been a composer for a long time. I've only really started writing melodies, I think, in the last four or five years because I always write textures and feelings. And so the movies I write for, I'm often kind of being the frame, not the character. So for me, it was doubly difficult. like so In this, I had to kind of be simple and make sure the simplicity could unpack itself into many, many different things. Yeah.
0: So do you think that is some sort of giving... special soul
1: yeah yeah I, I think soul is exactly the right word because you you've got to find a way whereby even if you only hear those two notes the person playing the game because it triggers a memory maybe a few scenes ago or where they cared it's got to give them goosebumps if it doesn't give them goosebumps you throw it away and you, and you write something else, and that's really the way. So it took a long time to find the two notes, but once I had the two notes, the whole piece wrote itself, I think.
0: And you mentioned now the, the goosebumps, and it's uh, an interesting thing, and I believe for a musician, it's something that when you achieve that, it's, mm. it's the, the, the ultimate thing.
1: Yes, yeah, and it's, it's more, it, more that the first time you hear a tune, it, sh- it should give you that kind of, that kind of shiver. And the good thing is that goosebumps don't really lie. And it's a bit like, I don't know, tasting the best food in the world or falling in love or something. It's it's not something that you you know when it's right. And so every time I wrote a tune that wasn't good, I honestly knew it sucked. But, you know, you have to go through that until you get to those two notes that, that hopefully will affect other people. It doesn't matter what I feel, it actually matters what the people playing the game feel. I I have lots of habits that I use when I'm when I'm composing and they are they are literally a list of 25 things that I'll do to get myself into the right and I will sound crazy I will drink three pints of water I'll take vitamins I'll I'll have a different candle for each project I'm writing I will travel so for this one I went to Montana and I stayed in a hut in the middle of nowhere with no cell phone until until I had the tune I was you know making fires I was you know cooking everything Uh, I have these all these routines and I write a lot of music and I throw 99 percent of it away so I believe in drafting as in doing rough things in an ugly way and then editing beautifully. And then once you find that little bit, that's it. That's everything. So my ha- I don't sit there kind of looking at a piece of paper thinking, oh, I will sometimes just play the cello for eight hours. Nothing might come out, that's fine. But sometimes there'll be something that feels like it's got legs, as we say, right? And that's, that's what happened with, with this, I think. And the last time, I'm honestly, I, I, I'm not, and, and, which was great because it's a big learning curve for me, but also I think it meant I didn't have preconceptions about how a game should work. And really, this isn't a conventional video game. This is like a liquid novel. This is, this is different. My son, who's now 11, he's a big gamer, so he was very excited about this. But he was also my, my test audience. And actually, if I'm honest, he was the person I paid to play the game next to me for me to write it. I, I'm, my, my hands are used to PlayStation 1 controls. I mean, I, I can play Wipeout very well, the original one. PlayStation 4, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I will get better, but I, I'm going to stick to playing the cello rather than the, the, the console, I think. I think this is the most challenging project I've ever worked on, I think it's probably the most rewarding, I think it's probably the best thing I've written, I hope, and I think it hopefully will change the way that people will think about what video games are and what they can do. So this is a message for all the gamers in portugal i hope you love detroit become human i hope you enjoy playing it and i really hope you enjoy the music as well here's just a little taste of cara for you